welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. We have weekly discussions with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. My guest today is Tim Murray. Tim is a professor and extension plant pathologist who's been at WSU now since 1983. Prior to joining the Extension Small Grains team in 2013, he taught introductory plant pathology. His research program focuses on integrated control of wheat diseases, especially eye spot, cephalosporium stripe, speckled snow mold, soil-borne wheat mosaic, wheat streak mosaic, and other diseases as needed. That's quite a list there, Tim. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hi, Drew. What, what is the main focus of your research program? Well, um, as you uh, said in the introduction, I work on a, a variety of different diseases, but at the bottom line is I, I work to try to reduce the impact that these diseases have in, on the wheat industry. And uh, my program in the beginning, we focused a lot of our effort on uh, fungicide control. When I first started uh, in my position, um, there were about a million acres of winter wheat being sprayed every year to try to control eye spot disease. And so initially, we focused on, on fungicides and, and which fungicides worked best. And then we had a problem with fungicide resistance that appeared in the fungus that causes eye spot. And, but in the background there, we were working also on disease resistance because we felt like that was the best long-term uh, sustainable form of control. And the wheat breeders had been working on it, and uh, Bob Allen released the first two varieties in, in 1988. And then after that, we started working on disease resistance, looking for new sources of resistance, trying to understand genetics of resistance to make the breeding easier. And uh, so that's been a big part of, of my program uh, over the years. But we've worked on um, um, uh, cultural control, seeding date, uh, liming of soil, uh, soil acidity, which is becoming a big uh, concern again for things like cephalosporium stripe. Um, my mentor uh, was uh, Bill Briel, and he was kind of Mr. Snow Mold, um, not just in Washington State, but really around the world. And um, after I'd been here for about 15 years, uh, there was concerns about snow mold becoming a problem. So I started working with the breeder at the time, Steve Jones, on snow mold diseases. And we're still working on snow molds a little bit now with, uh, with Aaron Carter. And then you mentioned a couple of other diseases in there, and these are things that have, have appeared over the years, things like soil-borne wheat mosaic virus. It's relatively new, uh, newly discovered in the, in the area, and so we, we work to try to evaluate our varieties for resistance and get some management information out for the growers and, and so forth. So um, my program has been pretty broad over the years, but, but I guess sort of the enduring focus has been to try to come up with real practical solutions for these diseases uh, for growers. About five years ago, about the same time I was arriving here at WSU, you switched from a teaching appointment to an extension appointment. You're a member of the dryland cropping systems team that we both work on. Uh, what, what was the reason for the switch? 
Well, um, it was, uh, again, it was grower driven. Um, we had an extension pathologist uh, here for many years. When I got here, uh, Otis Malloy was our extension pathologist and he retired. And I'm, I'm trying to think exactly when that was. It was so long ago, but it, he had been retired about 20 years and the position had not been refilled because of budget problems and, and things like that. In 2010, we had a particularly severe outbreak of stripe rust, very one of the worst uh, epidemics that we'd had in the last 30 years. And the growers really uh, felt like they needed someone who was focused on extension disease problems for wheat and uh, because of that uh, outbreak. And so they approached the dean and um, they really, you know, said, we, we really need somebody to do this. Well, again, the budget being what it was, there wasn't room there to bring a new person in. And, um, and so uh, the department chair, my department chair at the time, approached me about whether I would, I would do that or not. And, um, of course, I've worked with growers uh, throughout my career, but not formally in an extension capacity. And so I decided after 30 years of teaching introductory plant pathology that it was maybe time for a switch. And uh, so I switched over to extension. And, and people asked me about that. And I said, well, you know, it's teaching. It's just a different audience. And uh, so I get a lot of pleasure out of interacting with uh, grower groups and, um, you know, helping educate them about the disease problems they face and what they can do to try to resolve those. I know I'm awful happy that you made the switch. So uh, um, maybe the teaching, the students aren't, but I am. What, what do you find to be the most rewarding part of your job? Well, I think, again, I think, you know, the scientist part of me, uh, and that's a big part of my program, uh, the scientist part of me, it's the discovery. It's, the, it's new knowledge that, that we're able to uncover. And again, I have a pretty wide-ranging program and kind of reflects my interests generally in science pretty, pretty broad. That's one part of it. But the other part of it, too, is, as I said earlier, is coming up with these practical solutions to problems uh, for growers to, to help them stay profitable or as profitable as they can be and, and really to help out the industry. I was, I was hired into a position, a commodity-focused you know, position, and I'm a big believer in our land-grant mission. And ultimately, that's what we try to do is, is solve problems for our stakeholders. So uh, over your career, what has changed uh, about research and even the wheat industry over that time? Well, I, I think um, from my perspective anyway, you know, in, a, in one word, it would be technology. Uh, technology has changed dramatically. Um, and in particular, when I think about uh, research that we do, there's so much more emphasis now on, on molecular tools. And um, when I was in graduate school, I was kind of on the on the the edge of that wave, and but the wa the wave was behind me. I wasn't I wasn't on it. It was coming along, and and so after I'd been in the job about you know five or eight years or so, that's when we really started to see the the molecular aspects pick up and the tools. And initially, they were very basic research, but now they've come into the point where, where there are things that we use every day in the lab. If you, you think about diagnostics, uh, we have molecular tools that allow us to, to determine the cause of a, of a problem in hours instead of days or weeks or months um, before. 
And and when we think about the breeding part of of wheat pathology, which that's a lot of what we do is we work with breeders to try to develop resistant varieties. So much of it now is about molecular markers and speeding up that breeding process and mapping to understand the genetics of disease resistance. I mean, these were things that we just didn't do or weren't able to do uh, when I first got started. And so, you know, we're able to, we're able to answer questions now uh, that we couldn't answer 30 years ago because of the tools. And you, you layer onto that then computing technology, and we see this coming into agriculture in the form of, of precision agriculture where, where computers, you know, the, the, the computing power that we have in our average smartphone now is, is far more powerful than the first desktop computer that I had that we first learned to work with word processors and so forth. So, you know, technology in many different forms has really impacted um, the way we do science, the way we do our extension work, and also the way uh, growers are farming today. So if our listeners want to learn more about some of the work you do, is there a place they can go to to see that? Sure. Um, I'm listed on our Extension Small Grains website. Um, I curate the section on uh, disease information. My contact information is on there. I'm in the Department of Plant Pathology. And uh, if you go to the WSU Department of Plant Pathology website and look under the faculty uh, listing, you'll find me there. And I have a website for my own uh, activities uh, that I try to keep up to date. And so if uh, there's something there someone's interested in, they should be able to find it. And if not, they can always contact me. They can email me. Um, They can uh, call me on the telephone. And uh, I should mention, too, that I do have a Twitter account. So I'm at WSU Wheat Doc. Very, very modern of you. I haven't <laughs> quite made that switch yet. Uh, so we'll put those that information up on our uh, podcast notes, uh, session notes. And if our listeners are interested, then go visit that and, and find out how to get to see you. Thanks a lot for your time, Tim. Well, thank you, Drew. It's been fun. Thanks for listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you have questions for us that you'd like to hear addressed on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu. You can also find us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. Subscribe to the show through iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications in the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next week.